Okay, glad you circled back, Jen Saki. Big program coming up, Philip Ward Show. Now, the big news today has come from Wall Street. You got people like Mark Cuban outraged, uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and Ted Cruz even agreeing with each other. But then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez messed it all up, and we'll get to that as the program uh, progresses. So, what's the big news with Wall Street today? I know you've heard about GameStop, and you heard about Robinhood, this app, and hedge funds, and hedge funds managers. Now, I got to tell you something. Wall Street is definitely not in my wheelhouse, but I was listening to the Rush Limbaugh program earlier, and Rush made such a great comparison between what's going on right now with Robinhood and the hedge funds and how they don't want amateur investors, and that's the proper name from these are people that are trading, uh, just regular day traders through the day. They're trading stocks, buying stocks, you know, all of what encompasses Wall Street and everything that's included um, in it. Basically, they got extremely, extremely messed around today. Even uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports, who, and give the man a lot of credit, has really brought a new generation into Wall Street and trading. He deserves full credit for that. And he was just on Fox News with uh, Tucker Carlson, was saying, listen, there's there's people here that have to go to jail. It, it, this is basically stealing uh, with what they did. So... I want to e explain everything the best way I can. Now, I believe that that is from uh, utilizing two pieces here. Fox Business writes a good piece on it. Why GameStop stock is uh, surging, is shaking Wall Street. Also, though, website here, pop culture website, that's how they describe themselves, called Den of Geek. And John Saavedra writes a, a pretty simplified piece on everything that you need to know. It is entitled, GameStop Hedge Fund Stock Market Fiasco Explained by the Internet. GameStop Hedge Fund, GME. So when you hear GME, just know that that is referring to GameStop. That is the name for GameStop in the stock market, GME. So GameStop You've probably heard by now that the poor hedge funds, now remember, the hedge funds are the people, and let me get you the legal definition. A hedge fund is an investment fund that trades in relatively relatively liquid assets uh, and is able to make extensive use of more complex trading. So what you need to know about hedge funds and the hedge funds managers um, who basically run the hedge funds is that is the richest of the rich. That is the establishment ruling class when it comes to Wall Street. So the hedge funds are in trouble. Perhaps you've been watching YouTube videos titled everything you need to know about the stock market in five minutes in order to cash in on some GameStop stock. If so, good luck doing so on the popular Robinhood app. Now Robinhood, um, and the direct quote from Robinhood back in 2016 is, let the people trade. Well, unfortunately, that's not what they did today. So um, let me continue. Uh, which has halted the ability...
for amateur investors, again, everyday people who are just getting involved in the stock market and are making trades, buying shares uh, on their own. They're, they don't have any uh, financial advisor, Wall Street advisor telling them what to do. This is just their doing, you know, basically in some aspect, I'm sure you can argue they're running their own business and they're making money for themselves. Hello, the great American spirit. That's what we love to see. Now, uh, and Robinhood has halted the ability for amateur investors to buy up those sweet GameStop shares as well as Nokia, AMC, and BlackBerry in what some are calling an attempt to save beloved hedge funds like Melvin Capital. And they he says they were screwed 24 hours ago. So what they did basically was uh, short sell. That's what these uh, big managers, uh, hedge funds did. So when you do that, though, you have to ensure um, that you you have the money. So you're well, excuse me, let me rephrase. You're borrowing the money, right? And they what the hedge funds were um, predicting to happen was that GameStop, who you could probably call a dying company. So GameStop, for those who aren't um, familiar with what GameStop is, GameStop is is buying physical video games. They they actually still have discs um, in there where you can go and buy them. Whereas usually uh, the new um, sort of game systems have games that are built right into. Uh, I for example, I know a little bit more about PlayStation than I do Xbox. You the um, games are actually stored in the PlayStation Store actually put into the um, uh, actual device itself, the actual game console. So you can just, you, you bypass uh, a place like GameStop because it, it, it's in there for you. That's how you go about buying it. It sort of alleviates the middleman uh, being GameStop's there. So um, basically it was dying. Hedge funds borrowed uh, money thinking that GameStop would go down. But it didn't go down. So basically, they the money's already gone from their wallet. So now they've lost that money. And remember, GameStop was at like four bucks in December. Uh, and uh, it, I'm pretty sure I have the accurate um, pricing of it. But now it's it was up to like four hundred bucks. Um, so you can see how hedge funds. Uh, basically weren't uh, happy with this happening. They thought so, and, and let me give you the definition of short selling. It occurs when an investor borrows a security and sells it on the open market, planning to buy it back later for less money. So you can imagine that if they were gonna buy GameStop for four bucks and then it was gonna go out of business, that that's a plan that would have worked, but it didn't happen. And someone who is, I don't believe getting enough credit for his part in this is Elon Musk. And I'll get to that um, in a second here. Let me continue though. So it seems to be mostly working too because panicked investors are rushing back to sell their shares to prevent a loss as the prices drop. Uh, this is for amateur investors now, by the way. So what they're doing was working. So today, GameStop shares went from $347 to $132 in just a matter of hours. Although the price seems to be going up as invest as some investors move to other apps, um, if moving away from Robinhood and using another investing and trading app called Fidelity. 
It says, but none of this has made this drama any less juicy. This all started when subreddit, so Reddit is a website where you have like forums and people can go in on there and chat. So a subreddit called Wall Street Bets, a collective of amateur investors who fi whose financial strategy range from well-reasoned due diligence to quite literally risking YOLO investments. For those of you not familiar with the term YOLO, it means you only live once. So basically, go for it. Do it. Because what's the worst that can happen? So it rallied its more than 4 million members to begin buying cheap GameStop shares in order to raise the price at an exponential rate, which is exactly what happened. Now, this put million, uh, multi-billion dollar finance um, outfit, this being Melvin Capital, in real trouble. Since they borrowed and sold those exact GameStop shares for much less, again, short selling, uh, they would have to buy them back and return them to the broker. Meaning that under current stock market regulation, Melvin Capital would have to pay the massively inflated price of those GameStop shares in order to get them back from those pesky amateur investors. I love how he describes that, by the way, because you can sort of see what happened, what's happening here. It's sort of a thing. Hedge funds are the rich, and here's the poor, the amateur investors, and obviously they're not poor, but you know don't have a, as much money as the billions and billions of dollars that hedge funds do. So they are basically beating Wall Street at their own game, and Wall Street can't handle it. And Wall Street's not happy. And this CEO, founder, whatever it is, Vlad of uh, Robin Hood here, I don't think he's really covering himself in a whole lot of glory. I just watched him with Fredo Cuomo on CNN, and it, it, it to me seems like a lying scumbag. I'll be honest, it, it really reminded me of um, Jack Dorsey sort of going in front of Congress and lying about silencing um, conservatives. Anyway, uh, sorry besides the point, let me continue. So um, obviously this is not what Melvin had planned when it bet against GameStop and borrowed those GameStop shares. In a scheme known as a short squeeze, Melvin had originally borrowed those shares and sold them in hopes that they'd drop below the price they paid for them, buying them back and then returning the shares to the broker, pocketing the difference and turning a profit in the process. But when this Reddit group, Wall Street Bets, started buying GameStop stock, causing the share price to skyrocket, Melvin and uh, Broke Sons were suddenly facing a huge loss. Now he says, now I'm not going to pretend I understand how the stock market or money works. That's the part that I think got me uh, really interested in this article because I'm in the same boat as he is. I'm Listen, I'm not a Wall Street guy. I uh, see what's going on with the markets. News plays a major factor in the markets as far as I'm concerned. I don't understand why Joe Biden and the Biden administration, why the stock market hasn't crashed yet. Um I was listening to a radio show host, Mark Simone, who was basically saying that, well, listen, Joe Biden has basically said to these Wall Street investors and big businesses that, listen, this is all this is all just talk. Um, and by the way, his talk, uh, where are we up to now? I, I think we might, we could probably even start an executive order count at this point, up to 40 executive orders now from Joseph Unity Biden. And by the way, 
1,452 days to go is where we're at right now. Um, but we'll get to Biden as the program progresses. Now, he says, I'm not going to pretend I understand how the stock market or money works, especially when this fiasco just makes it seem like money is make-believe anyway. And above the, uh, and the above explanation is definitely oversimplified. He says, what I do know is that every person who can be described as extremely online now cares about the stock market and is learning how to buy and sell shares. Who can blame them? for wanting what executives at hedge funds have, or at least for them to fail. But others are worried about the people finally learning how to invest in stock. Even the White House is monitoring the GameStop situation. And by the way, they have no answer for this whatsoever. Um, coming up, we'll get into the White House's ties to Wall Street right now. And Janet Yellen, wait till I tell you about her. So he says, uh, basically... You know, um, this is a David versus Goliath situation. And before Robinhood stopped doing, um, uh, you know, uh, stopped the uh, people buying the GameStop stocks and um, uh, uh, shares, excuse me, and uh, AMC and Nokia. Well, at that point, David was winning. Fox Business describes it um, a little more in depth. It's not just you. What's going on with GameStop stock doesn't make sense to a lot of people. The struggling video game retailer's stock has been making stupefying moves this month, wild enough to raise concerns from, from professional investors on Wall Street to the hallways of regulators and the White House in Washington. So, so this is basically how this all started off. Elon Musk, and like I said, Elon Musk is, is, is really not giving the credit, getting the credit he deserves in all of this. So Elon Musk on Tuesday, this was now, basically just tweeted out Game Stonk. It says, and this is CNBC, Musk's callouts to certain companies have influenced stock prices before. Earlier Tuesday, when he tweeted about a hand-knit wool hat he bought for his dog on Etsy, that sent shares of the company up as much as 8% in pre-market trading, though it ultimately closed down at 2.1%. Uh, um, so basically, uh, Elon Musk, um, and, and here CNBC describes a little better than I'm going to be able to do it, shares of GameStop were up more than 60% in after-hour tradings, uh, on Tuesday, following Musk's tweet, which linked to that forum on Reddit, Wall Street Bets, the Reddit page that has more than 2 million subscribers, the T Tesla CEO tweeted Game Stonk. So that's basically where this started out. Now, Fox Business goes into uh, better detail and says it's been maniacal this month. After sitting around $18 three Fridays ago, it doubled in four days. This, obviously, the GameStop stock. It kept shooting higher before nearly doubling on Tuesday and then more than doubling on Wednesday to $347. On Thursday, it gave back a chunk of those gains and was down to $229. But it's still up an amazing 1,250% through the first few weeks of 2021. So it says the company itself is still struggling. That's being GameStop selling video games at more than 5,000 stores, but the pandemic has been keeping customers away. 
More worrisome is that the long-term shift by customers away from brick-and-mortar stores and toward buying games online, i.e. the PlayStation Store, there must be an Xbox Live Store, I'm not that familiar with Xbox. So, enthusiasm, though, has grown for GameStop's prospects after the company said earlier this month that a co-founder of Chewy, online seller Pet Supplies, was joining its board. Investors see Ryan Cohen helping GameStop's digital transformation, but analysts still expect GameStop to keep losing money in its next fiscal year. So, you know, basically there's this short squeeze going on. Um, let me describe that a little bit better. It's what happened with GameStop. When a stock is very heavily shorted, a rise in its price can do force uh, short sell can force short sellers to get out of their bets. That's basically what happened here. To do that, they have to buy the stock, which pushes the stock even higher and can create a feedback loop. As GameStop's short sellers have gotten squeezed this month, smaller and first-time investors have been egging each other on to keep the momentum going so i want to now i want to easily transition out of this because i just about had enough talking about dang wall street at this point in time but it is the big news uh story of the day and we do news on this program we report on it we do opinion we do it all on the philip ward show but there is i want the best way i want to describe this and have everyone sort of understand it is the way that Rush Limbaugh described this earlier. GameStop, this is the headline. GameStop saga mirrors politics as elites attempt to prevent regular people from benefiting. Now, I can't do justice for what Rush said. I, I can barely give you my opinion. I you know he's the king of talk radio. So I'm just, I want to read it for you and I want to sort of push you in the direction of seeing the comparison between what hedge funds are doing to everyday investors and the DC establishment and what they've done to Donald Trump and everyday Americans who were doing well under Donald Trump. So, quote, radio host Rush Limbaugh called the ongoing GameStop story the most fascinating thing to happen in a long time because it mirrors politics with elites trying to prevent ordinary people from benefiting just like the political establishment has tried to hold down average americans Robinhood, td ameritrade and others restricted trading on thursday and wednesday respectively following an unexpected surge in trading volume of shares of gamestop amc entertainment bed bath and beyond blackberry and others limbaugh feels the move was made to protect hedge funds uh hedge fund billionaires quote by rush now folks it's not just political now the elites are bent out of shape that a bunch of average ordinary users have figured out how to make themselves billionaires says i've been studying it all morning and the best thing i can tell you whatever you think is going on in politics the Washington establishment, the deep state, what have you, it's the same thing in finance. <clears throat> finance, excuse me. Those who are allowed to make a lot of money can, but then there's those who can't. Basically, the hedge fund billionaires, it's fine when they do it, 
But when everyday amateur investors are doing it and beating hedge funds and Wall Street at its own game, no, this has got to stop. Quote, if, you're, if you figure out how to make a lot of money and if you're like Donald Trump and you figure out how to get elected, you figure out how to beat the deep state, they're going to come and they're going to wipe you out. They're going to destroy you, and that's what's happening with GameStop. He said, now, Reddit, these Reddit users, Wall Street Bets, have figured out how to game the system, turning the stock market into a profit-making device for themselves. But in the process, they're harming the intended winners in this financial circumstance, and that would be the hedge funds out there. The hedge funds are supposed to be the ones making a lot of money. They're not. And they're begging other hedge funds to bail them out. Uh, he continued and said, Now they're actually making it clear to anybody that has the ability to notice that you're not allowed to use the stock market the way that you do. You're not allowed to profit. You're not allowed to make that kind of money they do. Noting that the elites expect many, many perks those perks are the ability to guarantee your kid's financial future, an ability to guarantee yourself a financial future, the ability to guarantee yourself a position of some power, depending on who you are in the establishment, the club of elites, whatever you want to call it, and it extends to far more than just politics. This GameStop business now makes this something that is understandable beyond the political world and that is its value it's not just political anymore it's not just that you can't think for yourself on issues and matters of politics everything is rigged in favor of the elites and this has come a long way and set and this has come a long way and set that rigging this is now with this GameStop story the, re the revelations contained in it, the elites, the same people that were hell-bent on getting rid of Donald Trump, the same people are now trying to tell you what you can and can't do with your money. And that, I think, is the best comparison that I can give you when it comes to what's going on in Wall Street and everything um, that we've seen transpire today. Now, the White House is involved in this as well. And Jen Psaki, circle back, Jen Psaki, uh, um, uh, um, 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 uh, Jen Psaki was asked now. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying Thursday, it shouldn't be a surprise that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was paid to speak to Wall Street, including a hedge fund involved in the GameStop populist investing struggle um yellen now who's a former federal reserve chairman listen to this was paid eight hundred and ten thousand dollars by hedge funds uh citadel citadel whatever you want to call it for three events in 2019 and 2020 the firm reportedly infused now listen to this two billion dollars into melvin capital here we are again with melvin a hedge fund hammered 
by losses in the GameStop struggle waged by smaller investors. Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary, said, uh, uh, um, separate from the GameStop issue, the Secretary of Treasury is one of the world-renowned experts on markets, on the economy. Basically, she's a, she's a deep state insider who's just invested and involved incredibly with Wall Street. It's one of, she's one of the world-renowned experts on the market. It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone she was paid to give her perspective and advice before she came into office, before she came in to be the Treasury Secretary. Now, I have seen nothing, by the way, from Janet Yellen. You would think that the Treasury Secretary would have a part to play in some part of this, right? But not a single thing anywhere from her yet. Now, Small dollar investors, there we go again, banded together, as you know, I keep feel like I'm a, a, a broken record at this point in time, but I want to, again, make sure that everyone understands it, like myself. In fact, this is sort of helping myself as well, because when I came on the air, and I've been <laughs> working on this for hours, and I still don't, to the best of my knowledge, understand. Like I said, Wall Street is not in my wheelhouse. Uh, the hedge funds incurred significant losses, but GameStop said the stock value of the flailing, uh, flailing Video game retailers soared, forcing hedge funds to pay the new investors the difference. Now, the Securities and Exchange Commission, that's the SEC, said it's reviewing the stock buying campaign and stock trading platform Robinhood this week, uh, who this week shut down purchasing of GameStop stock. Now, Yellen, though, and by the way, uh, the New York Post points out that this enraged leftist and populist right-wing politicians. Yellen, though, whose agency is a powerful financial regulator, made $7 million from banks and Wall Street firms in 2019 and 2020. So I have to ask you, you really think that she is going to stop this in any way? I mean, these are her buddies. These are her friends. This is the deep state establishment. And again, the comparison rush may, it's overflowing now at this point. Not just politics anymore, but this establishment now. And maybe, by the way, where have we seen this before, right? Where have we seen different voices rising up and that getting shut clean down? I would compare it to censoring conservatives. Censoring Parler. Well, what about Parler, right? They came in as a uh, direct enemy of the Facebook, of the Twitter box, of the Instagram. And hey, what happened to Parler? Which was predominantly for conservatives, right? Ah, that's got to go. That can't, that can't even be on the App Store anymore, Parler. So the comparison here, I hope that left the left uh, of the country are now finally going to see what conservatives have been yelling, complaining, screaming about for weeks now. Now maybe they can put it into perspective. And this was going to happen. This was always going to happen. It was always going to come back around. Because in D.C., all these executive orders, uh, the Democrats with the House, Democrats with the Senate, it all comes back around in D.C. We have to, we have to as conservatives, just continuously think about that. Don't stop fighting by any means. We have to continuously fight. Remember, we're on defense for the next 1,452 days. 
We got to keep going. We cannot let them get in the end zone. Can't happen. Now, this is sort of funny what's going on in New York today. On top of Wall Street, you also have the New York Times writing a critical piece about Joe Unity Biden. And oh, and we're going to get to another article in the New York Times in a second, which and it, it's in the New York Times, the report, but it's Democrat versus Democrat here in New York State with Letitia James and Andrew Cuomo. This is, listen, if this was a Republican, he would have resigned today, but I'll get to that in a second. Now, the New York Times writes an op-ed today, or uh, excuse me, they wrote it yesterday, that's dated as um, yesterday. Quote the headline. Ease up on the executive actions, Joe. Now, of course, it's got to take a shot at the pre previous administration. President Biden is right to not let his agenda be held hostage, but legislating through Congress is a better path. The left-wing New York Times editorial board supporting President Biden's campaign, celebrating his victory through mild criticism of his executive actions uh, on Thursday. Now, the White House is not happy about this at all. So Biden, you know, having signed these executive um, orders addressing issues from climate change to coronavirus to overseas abortion to canceling uh, the Keystone XL pipeline. And by the way, just on a side note, that is one of the worst decisions I think we've ever seen in this country's history. Because you're putting thousands of Americans out of jobs. These are high paying jobs, by the way. But that's been a theme of the Democrats ever since COVID hit the United States. They are so anxious to get people out of working jobs. And why is that? Think about it. Why would Democrats who believe in a more centralized federal government want people out of jobs? Well, if you can't work, then guess what? Now, who do you have to be dependent upon to just live? Oh, that's right. The federal government. So the board, uh, the New York Times writing, this is no way to make law. A polarized, narrowly divided Congress may offer Mr. Biden little choice but to employ executive actions or see his entire agenda held hostage. These directives, however, are a flawed substitute for legislation they are intended to provide guidance to the government and need to work with the discretion granted the executive by existing law or the constitution <clears throat> they're not meant by the way i'm not taking a drink of water today to no water uh by the side of the microphone today it was still a little raspy as far as the voice goes so i do beg your pardon Anyway, executive orders are not meant to serve as an end run around the will of Congress. By design, such, such actions are more limited in what they can achieve than legislation. And presidents who overreach invite intervention by the courts. Now, we've seen this, the um, immigration executive order that Joe Biden signed. Everyone and everyone, it's open for you. Right, the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton fighting that in court, winning in court in Texas. So, undoing some of Mr. Trump excess, Mr. Trump's excesses is necessary, but Mr. Biden's legacy will depend on his ability to hammer out agreements with Congress. 
so Kate Bettingfield, White House Communications Director, not happy. As the New York Times editorial board criticizes President Biden for taking swift executive action to reverse the most egregious actions of the Trump administration, I can't help but recall that during the primary, they encouraged voters to consider what a president could accomplish through executive action. So my question is which actions that the president took to reverse Donald Trump's executive orders would they have liked to see him not pursue? So I and when listen, when I see White House not happy with the New York Times, I'm sit back. Uh you you guys go at it. Please, by all means, go at it. Now, Jen Psaki was asked about Biden's comments. Um in October about his executive orders. Now, I will quote, this is word for word what Joe Biden said to George Stephanopoulos, former Clinton guy on ABC in a town hall in October. This was his exact quote. No, I got to get the votes. I got to get the votes. That's why. The one thing I have this strange notion, we are a democracy. Some of my Republican friends and some of my Democratic friends even occasionally say, well, if you can't get the votes by executive order, you're going to do something. Things you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator. We're democracy. We need consensus. Jen Psaki, when asked about that comment today, said that those comments were being taken out of context. And I'd like to know how. I would love to know how those comments saying that you can't do by executive order unless you're a dictator are being taken out of context because he doesn't even want to work with Congress. Oh, that's right, because the House is controlled by Republicans. No, wrong. Oh, well, the Senate's controlled by Republicans. No, wrong. He's acting like a dictator. And that's his own definition of it. Just today, Biden signing executive orders expanding Affordable Care Act, reversing Trump policy on abortion. It, it's just executive order after executive order with this guy. You think that executive orders are going to bring unity? Oh, so Mitt Romney, Pierre Delecto, whatever his name was, saying today, right? Quote, for national unity, Republicans must publicly say Biden won legitimately. Now, doesn't this remind you of the media pressing Donald Trump saying, well, well, you can see the election if you lost all throughout 2016. Remember, will you, well, will you say it's not a rigged election if you lose and then all throughout 2020? That's what this seems like to me. Romney, here's his quote today. There's no question that the nation is divided now and impeachment's helping that right in this city it's going to vote for impeachment and there's a lot of anger to the people on my side who say an impeachment trial is going to inflame passions more i say first of all have you gone out publicly and said that there was not widespread voter fraud and that joe biden is the legitimate president of the united states if you said that then i'm happy to listen to you talk about other things that might inflame anger and divisiveness but if you haven't said that, that's really what's the source of the anger right now. No, it's not. I mean, we're, listen, 
We've moved on with the election. We're never, ever going to believe that Joseph Robin U. Biden got 80 million votes. Ain't going to happen, Mitt. But you now, oh, by the way, his approval rating with Utah Democrats is soaring. I mean, that should tell you all that you need to know about Mitt Romney. But Mitt Romney didn't want to hear about voter fraud. He didn't want a commission being brought forward, which I don't believe had any trouble whatsoever. Senator Ted Cruz, five Congress people, five senators, five uh, Supreme Court justices looking into voter fraud in the election. Yet the Democrats had three years of a commission looking into voter fraud and collusion with Russia, obviously being the Mueller investigation which they knew from the beginning was a scandal put forward by hillary clinton now democrats were at peace after that it took up until 2019 to get there but they they had their investigation no such luck for conservatives so mitt romney there are many republicans almost three quarters who have who believe democracy itself has been stolen that's a very passion perspective. You've got to have you've you've got to have to that get you've got to have that get to the rear view mirror. My God, I can't speak before you talk about the next stage. So as far as I'm concerned, Mitt Romney can go to hell. He truthfully can. I've had enough of hearing about Mitt Romney, who again is impeachment. Is that unifying the country? Is he out there saying Joe Biden shouldn't be legislating through executive orders, acting like a dictator? No, he's still worried about Trump. He is so, I think he is so jealous that Donald Trump won the presidency, which Mitt Romney could never do. And by the way, Mitt Romney will never, ever do. He is so jealous of Donald J. Trump. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Now, this is a point that we make on this program all the time. The right reaches across the aisle, and what does the left do? The left goes further. This is a perfect, perfect example of that. AOC, writing about the uh, Wall Street fiasco earlier today, quote, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about Robin Hood's decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit as a member of the financial services committee which god only knows how she got there i'd support a hearing if necessary ted cruz again the right reaching across the aisle his quote fully agree now this is how aoc responded think about it she didn't have to respond at all to that because ted cruz was agreeing with her or maybe she could say hey let's work together right here's what she said back though i'm happy to work with republicans on this issue where there's common ground but you almost had me murdered three weeks ago so you can sit this one out happy to work with almost any other gop that aren't trying to get me killed in the meantime if you want to help you can resign and then says while you conveniently talk about moving on, a second police officer lost their life yesterday. This isn't a joke. We need accountability. That includes a new senator from Texas. So this is what the left is all about. Don't 
try to unify with them. Don't try to work with them. It's not possible. We can't work with the left. The left are trying to destroy this country and the Republican Party on top of it. Why would we try to unify with them? Did they try to work with Trump for four years? No. So why would we try to work with Biden? We can't afford to. Unifying with the Democrats and Biden means losing this country. Conservatives, not even all the Republicans, because there's some that are just totally hopeless at this point in time that we can't even depend on anymore. Conservatives are the ones that are saving the country, that are keeping it together right now. And Donald Trump, now I love to hear this, because um, Andy McCarthy, LOL, Kevin McCarthy, um, the House Minority Leader, went to Mar-a-Lago today and spoke with Donald Trump. Quote, McCarthy, who once said that he bear, Trump bears some responsibility, said they had a very good and cordial meeting uh, when they met to, uh, together. President Trump has agreed to work with Leader McCarthy on helping the Republican Party become a majority in the House. This is according to a statement from uh, Save America PAC. They worked very well together in the last election, picked up at least 15 seats when uh, most predicted it would be the opposite. They will do so again, and the work has already started. Kevin McCarthy tweeting, United and ready to win in 22. Also saying, for the sake of our country, the radical Democrat agenda must be stopped. A united conservative movement will strengthen the bonds of our citizens and uphold the freedoms uh, our country was founded on. Steve Forbes, and I'm not sure if I got to this uh, yesterday, and I remember mentioning um, Steve Forbes, but I might have, you know, listen, I lose my train of thought, of thought all day long. So he's the chairman and editor-in-chief, Forbes Media. Actually, I believe he went, ran for president back in the day, or ran on, he was big on the flat tax, and he was on with Greg Kelly yesterday uh, on Newsmax, and he said, Greg Kelly said, well, what do you think Trump should do? And I couldn't agree more with what Steve Forbes had to say. Wait for the Biden administration to continue to make mistakes and then people will miss Donald Trump. Then that's when Donald Trump can come in. If he's going to run in 2024 or if you know whoever he gives his endorsement to, Donald Trump's going to play a big part in 2024. Now, New York Times report today. New York severely undercounted virus deaths in nursing homes report says this report came from the attorney general of New York State Letitia James quote New York then the New York Times posting it this is like a Democrat triple threat match for most of the past year Governor Andrew Cuomo has tried to brush away a persistent criticism that undermined his national image as the man who led New York through the pandemic. Emmy award-winning book writing, Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York City, and that's it. Cuomo's policies had allowed thousands of nursing home residents to die of the virus. 
But Mr. Cuomo was dealt a blow when the New York State Attorney General Letitia James reported on Thursday morning that Mr. Cuomo's administration had undercounted coronavirus-related deaths of state nursing home residents by the thousands. Listen to these numbers. Just hours after Mrs. James, well, Ms. James, was proved correct, State Department officials made public new data that uh, that added more than 3,800 deaths to their tally, representing nursing home residents who had died in hospitals and had not previously been counted by the state as nursing home deaths. So what they're saying um, is that you got, now think about this, you died in the hospital, so it was a hospital death. But where did they get COVID from? They got it from the nursing homes when COVID positive patients were put into the nursing homes. How can you not attribute that to nursing home deaths? Oh, that's right, because Cuomo's got to save himself and look good in the public. Remember, it was his executive order that put COVID patients in nursing homes. The state's, the state's acknowledgement increased the overall death toll related to these facilities by more than 40%. The findings do not change the overall total of COVID deaths in New York, more than 42,000, most in any state. Congrats, Andrew Cuomo. You have the most COVID deaths out of any of the other states in this country. But the recalculation in the number of nursing home deaths illustrates how unprepared the nursing home industry was in the first and deadliest weeks of the pandemic. Cuomo had long dismissed the critiques of his policies governing those facilities as partisan attacks from the Trump administration and other Republican adversaries. Well, now you got the Attorney General, who's a Democrat, criticizing that um, order. Democrat Chairman of the Assembly of um, Health Committee in New York saying this is shocking and unconscionable, but not surprising. Now, I got to tell you something here. If, and I haven't heard anything from Andrew Cuomo as of yet, uh, as it uh, relates to this, but I have to tell you something. If this was a Republican, the media would be on him day and night. Resign, 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 resign. You're lying to the American people. You need to resign. And guess what? He probably would have resigned. But this, this would have been front, and, it, and, and, and to the New York Times credit, this is uh front page news now but if it was a republican it would be front page news for weeks and weeks and weeks you watch how quick this story gets buried and it's a report now from letitia james new york attorney general so democrat versus democrat here you know it's to me let them go at it let them go at it but i would uh, not feel good about myself if i didn't say god bless all those People that died in uh, nursing homes because of Andrew Cuomo's incompetence. So that incompetence government kills people, right? Well, it seems like the incompetent governor in New York State has a lot more deaths on his hands and his executive order because of incompetent government. So, you know, may they rest in peace, everyone who um, has died from COVID-19 and honestly oh my goodness gracious we got to get back to normal life I think a lot of people 
are thinking the same exact thing that we you know we, two vaccines now i mean my goodness gracious when are we when are we going to start being able to talk like this when we have to wear a nurse shot in public you know it's funny because a year ago if you saw someone walking around in public not wearing or wearing a mask you'd say oh well whew, what's going on with that person well now if you see someone walking around without wearing a mask it's that person who's the strange one weird strange times that we live in 1452 days to go